Hello everybody and welcome back to Nostalgia Crew. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so, um we took a time we took time off cuz we were all busy. But we're back. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was letting you go on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, real quick, you guys, we're still going to do the same show. We made a few changes here and there. Not really big, but we're still going to do the same stuff. Uh, we have a very fun uh, feature topic that we're going to discuss. Uh, and it is on discontinued magazines. Basically, the magazines that either we subscribe to or we remember that no longer run anymore because you know technology is taking over the world even though magazines still do exist mm -hmm. uh plus we've got our news that we'll discuss and whatever else we bring up who knows what we're gonna bring up uh but before we begin we should mention um we did make danielle and i a few weeks ago, we did make an executive decision on a segment that I know a lot of people, you know, kept their eye on, and that was our movie and album of the month. And we both agreed that we are just going to retire the segment because, well, we're running out of movies and albums to select at this yeah. point. So the list is going to stay up on our Facebook group. But as far as the segment, it has retired. It is fini. No more. So, um, maybe we'll do something in the near future to have like a final segment. Maybe we won't. Remains to be seen. So, Danielle, I'm going to let you go first with your first topic you want to bring up. Okay, well, I guess um, in this appropriate time as any. Uh, so, Bill and I are just chilling out. Um, don't know if we ever really talked about where we live exactly, but um, hmm. we're about an hour apart. But we're in the same state. Yeah. And we're all, we're getting a snowstorm soon. Or it supposedly started as, like. It's, as we're recording. Yeah, as we're recording this, um, it's like. It's like a slight dusting. Like, our neighbor's cars had, like, a little bit of snow on them. And um, I'm like, okay. unfortunately, it's dark already, so you can't really see that well. You kind of have to look directly mm -hmm. at a street light oh, yeah. until it really comes down heavily. But, um, anywho, it's our first snowfall of the, I don't want to say of the winter season, because I'm not 100% sure, but of the year, certainly. Yeah. And um, I was wondering... Uh, what snowstorms do, you know, stick out in your mind the most of, you know, because we live in an area which is kind of crazy weather area. It's not as bad as, like, say, like, New York or something, right. which, you know, we're in the, like, mason Dix. Mason yeah, we're, Dix like, I right, we are at the mason Dix. Like, well, Daniel's a little bit north of Baltimore, not too much north of right. Baltimore. Yeah. And I'm... A couple miles away from Washington D.C., so we're like right in the, you know, we're right there on that Macy Dixon line. So yeah, 
Um. Wow, snowstorms I remember. Well, the first one that comes to my mind, and I think it's going to be the same with you, would be the blizzard of 96. Yeah, I think that was the first major one I remember. Yeah, that was like the first one that I really remember where we had like the whole week of school off. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It, we it, it really was. We had one when I was, it wasn't 96 because I remember 96, but um, there was one about 92, 93 where we were off for like 15 days of school. And I only remember that because that particular year, um, there was one year where my school had to cut spring break because we were out so long that it used up the snow days. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was not happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The only other one that I really remember as a kid, and I I think I got to explain this one. Uh Uh-huh. Because I've never told anybody this story. Yeah. Was 94. It was March 94. Mm Mm-hmm. And that weekend, we were all going up, with the exception of my brother. We were going up to New Hampshire. I think it was Vermont Mm -hmm. for a cousin's wedding. Yeah. And we had to leave early in the morning, like four o'clock in the morning. We left early. So as we're going up, as we're traveling, we do pass a little bit of snow. We, there was a little bit of snow during the night. I mean, it wasn't enough to cancel school, but it was pretty, you know, it was pretty cool to travel through that little bit of snow Mm-hmm. You know, because it was it was almost like, oh, cool! I'm gonna see the snowstorm, and none of my friends are. So it was like <laughs> it was like a yeah, 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 yeah kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get like stuck up there? Or you? No, we didn't. And then when we got to Vermont, like it had snowed, but the roads were really good. They were very clear. So that's good. Mm-hmm. We had um the ones that i'm now recalling that stick out for me happened when i was a teenager or an adult but my senior year of high school we got a snowstorm that um we were out of school for a whole week we got about i think close to three feet of snow um we were out of school for a whole week Mm -hmm. and my whole family we were just like really going stir my dad can go stir crazy really fast my dad has to go outside my dad you know so by like a week he was just ready (laughs) and um because i'm i was 17 and then my sister was 13 and i think like (laughs) between the two of us he was just like two through um (laughs) that's the snowstorm i remember where our spring break got cut into yeah that one i don't think cut into my spring i don't know but it was yeah and um there was another one when i was in college there were two one was called snowpocalypse and one was called snowmageddon (laughs) and that's what the local news referred to it as are you talking about oh nine into ten 
That might have been it, yeah. Because I, I remember both of those. I can't remember the exact year, but yeah, I was going to Towson, so it was about... But this particular one, I remember because um, I was out to... Me and a bunch of my friends, we had gone out to dinner at the Cheesecake Factory mm -hmm. the night before. And we were all then going to my friend's house afterwards to spend the night. And one of my friends, she was like, no, I'm going to just go home because it's supposed to snow or whatever. So she went home. And then my other friend, she left really early next morning. So my friend's parents were going to give me a ride home. But it was snowing so hard. Like, my friend lived about 45 minutes from me. It took her, her parents, God bless them, because her father goes... Oh, don't worry. I'm from Michigan. Um, <laughs> and he's just like, it took them three hours to drive me. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and it was just snowing. And the reason you could tell it was so bad was this was the week before Christmas. Yep. And I remember watching the news and hearing that the mall was closed. And I was like, well, if it's the week before Christmas and they've closed the mall, then that's serious. Because... <laughs> Because, like, they're not going to, that, that's probably one of their higher money-making times. Is, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's when I knew, okay, it's bad. <laughs> um, I, I do, okay, now I remember that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> the night before, I had gone with some of my coworkers to the bar for our annual Christmas party. Yeah. And we had two days that next week that we were going to go to work. And then we would have our break. So I yeah. get home the, that night. And because my sister had come. This was JT's first Christmas. They were decorating the tree. Yeah. I went on the couch. And I never woke up till the next morning. So I wake up the next morning. And here's all this snow. And <clears throat> it's like, holy crap, you know. And then... Um, they stayed closed that Monday and Tuesday, so I got a two-week Christmas vacation. Oh, yeah. That. That's always nice. The, yeah, because it was that storm, and then, a, like, about a month or so later, there was another storm, yeah. and I had just started my semester, my spring semester at college, and I got, like, a ton of, <laughs> ton of days off. I was just coming off having been off for Christmas break, and then, like... I had all these other days off, um, and I remember there were a lot of schools that they had to take President's Day away, which is normal. Usually, that's what happens, is they take President's Day away. Like, that's one of the first things that goes to make up snow days. But this was interesting because they were out of school the week before President's Day. So there were all these schools scrolling across the screen saying, this school is open on Monday. This right. school is open on Monday. <laughs> Which... then, with that one, not to cut you off, but on that one, mm -hmm. um, when the snow began that Friday, that was the day that I found out that my brother and his wife were going to have... Michael, my, my uh -huh. nephew, that they that they adopted. So oh, okay. yeah, so that snowstorm's something that I always remember. And then, like that next day, the apartment where Mandy and her family were living at at the time, they lost all their power, 
So they were able to get to my house and they stayed with us for a week. And JT was about four months old when this happened. Oh, yeah. That was such a fun time. Oh. I could imagine. <laughs> yeah, that... Um, and then about a year or so ago, we had one where we got almost three feet of snow in one day. Yeah, because we hadn't had any snow all winter. All winter. It was like, they were like, this is the slowest winter ever. This is the slowest winter. And then one day, we got like three feet of snow in like... <laughs> Boom. And, and I was like, we're so close to an early summer. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a friend. I'm not going to say her name, but she doesn't mind telling the story, but I'm not going to say her name. But I have a friend who um, conceived a baby during that snowstorm. Oh. Yeah. She uh, was a snow baby. Yeah, because there's always these memes going around like, oh, yeah, baby's coming in and sure enough, that's what happened. She, the Super Bowl baby, Stanley Cup baby, snow yeah, baby. She, she, yeah, she was born that following fall. <laughs> she had a little, yeah. And I had no idea because I mean, I knew, you know, I didn't know it was exactly during, but then um, I think it had come up in my Facebook memories and she commented, she's like, yeah, I got pregnant during that storm. I was like, oh. Do I know this one? No, okay. you don't know her. Okay. <laughs> I don't wanted, know. I just she... wanted to check. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, that's really but No, the snowstorms really in Maryland, if you've never been in a snowstorm in Maryland, can be fun but adventurous at the same the, time. The fun part about Maryland in general is there's a lot of stuff we have, but it's not consistent enough for us to get used to. So when we get it, we panic. Mm -hmm. Like a snowstorm. Oh my God! Yes, it's ridiculous. <laughs> snowstorm, hurricane, championship football team. We just we panic <laughs> when we get. And come on, like you. So, and it's also a terrible time to try to go to the supermarket. We were just at the supermarket today, my mom and I, um, mm -hmm. to grab a few things, and <laughs> the. Well, it didn't help that the bread was marked down to 99 cents. Oh, no. Yeah. So they, they just cleared that right out. And we had gone there to get some salt and forget it. <laughs> cleared right out. It's actually funny you mention that because before I got on, I was on the phone with a, with a friend of mine from high school. Yeah. And he works at a Wegmans. And he was saying how it was at the store. I think I think he said yesterday. I could be wrong. Right. It was Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Day times ten. I believe that. <coughs> we had gone out to lunch yesterday because my parents, ironically, my parents have the same birthday. Ironically, yeah. So we went out to um, lunch. My um, me, my parents, my sister, and my brother-in-law went out to lunch and. Uh, so we had had this heavy lunch, and afterwards, my either my sister or my dad goes, hey, you want to go to Wegmans? Because the Wegmans was right by the restaurant. We went, you want to go to the Wegmans and walk this off? I'm like, it's a day before a snowstorm. You want to go to Wegmans? Are you insane? <laughs> like, that place is crowded enough when it's just a regular day. <laughs> because they got the buffet. They got the... Oh, oh, their buffets are so good. They got a buffet, plus the one... 
I don't know if they're all like this, but they have dining halls too. Yep. Yep. And the dining hall at the one near us on weekday afternoons is primarily taken up by um, elderly women playing mahjong. That's or bridge. Right. That's all you. And then another particular day, it was really packed because one of the local schools was having their end of year party, and they booked one of the dining halls to do at, that at a Wegmans. Yeah. Oh my lord. It's like why? So then there's all these teenagers running through the buffet, and I'm like, really? <laughs> now, folks, if you've never been to a Wegmans, I think this might be an East Coast thing. I'm not really sure. But yeah. If you've never been to a Wegmans, they have such a variety of foods, especially those buffets. Yeah. It's like you have one section that's like American food. You have another one that's Chinese food. Another one is like a veggie buffet. Yeah. It's it's something else. It, it's and it's not just the buffet. Then there's like a counter where you can get pizza. There's a counter where you can get a burger. There's a counter. So yeah, and it's a supermarket. <laughs> so you combine that together. And um, if you're a person who is really horrible at making decisions, that is not the place for you to go. <laughs> okay, actually, I have the list here. It is New York because that's where it started. Yeah. New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. Ah, okay. So there's a lot of people who probably have no clue what we're talking about. So it's an East Coast thing. Oh, actually, no. Now that I think of it, I do pass um, a Wegmans in Williamsport when we go up to our family vacation in Pennsylvania every year. So I haven't been in that one, but I do know of it. All my relatives that I go to visit usually live in either um, Virginia or New England, so or New York. So they, so I'm kind of, so because I don't have any relatives that I really visit a lot that live outside of the East Coast, yeah. they know what Wegmans is. So, but yeah, that's right. But the other thing I enjoy um, that I used to, I always enjoyed growing up. Getting back to the snow is. Our, I don't know if anybody else's, I'm sure a lot of other people do this, um, their local station, but what ours does is what my mother and I like to refer to as the snow show, okay. where basically our local news station, whenever we have a major snowstorm, they will just do coverage all day of the snowstorm. <laughs> and it is the most entertaining thing in the world because number one, you can only talk about a snowstorm for so long. Right. And so they have to fill air with talking about it. Number two, there's always some poor reporter that has to be sent out on location to report on the snowstorm. And they're stuck somewhere. Um, and then there's always some idiots who see where the local reporter is. And they're like, that's right around the corner from us. Let's go outside. <laughs> and uh, that's always fun. And there was this... Um, one reporter, his name was Rob Roblin. He used to be on channel, um, our local station. He retired, but they would always send this man out here with a ruler to show you just how deep the snow was. He would, every year, that poor man. Oh, yeah, like down here, uh, Channel 40, our NBC affiliate, they have a contest where you guess the the, the total amount of snow for the first snow of the season. Yeah. And if you get it right, 
or you're close without going over, you you win a shovel, a golden shovel from NBC. Oh. Yeah, we can't do that in Baltimore. That was <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, we just have a man with a ruler. We have, we have, or we have live coverage of a bus getting stuck and try. There was one year this person's car got stuck and this person and the reporter was like narrating this as though it were like a sports play-by-play. -play. Like, it's getting there. It's it. Here it comes. He's gonna turn it. He's gonna, yeah. So those are, I always enjoy that. And they're like, oh yeah. Um, and then there was one year where... Um, the snow, we have morning news team, and then the morning news team goes off, and then the show, the channel will air whatever programming's on, and then when the news comes on in the afternoon, they'll have a different set of anchors. But because it snowed, the morning news team had to stay until like 3 p.m., and the whole time they're accidentally saying good morning because they're not used to being on TV past 10 a.m. Right. And it just was so weird, and they had to keep apologizing for saying good morning. Yeah. And, um, That's funny. Yeah, so I look forward to watching the snow show tomorrow and seeing all the, because it's Saturday, so we'll be seeing church closures, not school closures, but still. Hey. Anyway, oh well. I, <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I want to get into um, something that some of us, you know, we, we, we care about, and that is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right. They announced a little while back well, a few weeks ago, actually, their class for 2019. And I gotta say, this might be one of their best classes they've had in a long time. So, it is The Cure, Def Leppard, Janet Jackson, Stevie Nicks, Radiohead, Roxy Music, and The Zombies going in. Okay. That is a hell of a of a class right there. Stevie Nicks, I'm surprised, isn't already in there. Well, okay, with that... Oh, yes, yeah, solo career versus... Right, because okay, she's right. already in with, with Fleetwood with Mac. Mac. Okay. But she's going in a second time as her own individual act. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Um, Janet Jackson, I thought, would be on that ballot every year for, like, the rest of time, so... It's, yeah, it's a tricky thing because actually she has released new music, at least I believe so. But yeah, it's a tricky thing because you can't really base it off of, oh, what have they done recently? Because right. it's contribution over a length of years yeah, and 25, certainly. 25 years since their debut album. And it's been longer than that. Mm -hmm. Because... If you base it off of her debut, debut album, not the one that became a hit, because people don't remember she had, like, two albums that flopped before right. this one. It um, it was around the, either the year I was born or the year before I was born. And I'm 33, so <laughs> she qualifies. <laughs> so. The thing is, like, not, not to cut you off, but... The thing is, with Janet Jackson, she was on that ballot, it seemed like, every year since we've started this show. Yeah. Like, her and LL Cool J were always the two that were on every single year. And LL Cool J was on again this year, but he huh. didn't get in. 
That's too bad. It's like, you know, either you're going to let them in or you're not going to get them in, you know. But oh, uh, they were able to get, you know, at least Janet in this year. Well, LL Cool J got a Kennedy Center Honors recently, which, is, which isn't which is the same thing, but it's still a pretty... That's a big honor. Big deal. That so, is a big deal. Yeah. And he's still on a high-rated TV show, which... He is. Yes, he is. So he's doing all right. <laughs> um, I The zombies... I like the zombies. I mean, they're... It's kind of weird, though, because a lot of people don't really talk about the zombies. Right. It's like an odd thing. It's like if you were watching a movie from that takes place during the 60s or you're listening to an oldie station, you would hear a song. You would certainly hear one of their songs, but it wouldn't click that, oh, this is the zombies. Yeah. Like, I had heard um, their songs on because I grew up listening to an oldie station I had heard their songs on the radio for a while before I knew it was them. And my dad had a zombies record in the attic of our house. And I just didn't equate, um, what's your name? Who's your daddy? Yeah. To these like four nerdy guys with like (laughs) prep school sweaters. So now here's the thing. And I'm looking at the zombies right now. Yeah. They were eligible in 1989. They did not become a finalist until 2014. That is pretty... They've been waiting a long time to get in. Yeah. And then the weird thing about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is when I think of it, I think of longevity versus, you know, when it comes to induction, it's Mm. like... Like Janet Jackson, longevity. Um, Stevie Nicks, longevity. Like this. Like, okay, like the cure. Let's talk about the cure real quick. You oh, know, yeah. They had like a few year period where they were one of the biggest bands in the world. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, they, they sort of went into the. I guess you could say, like, in the way of they sort of faded out, but they never left. Yeah, that's right. Because a lot of the songs I like by The Cure were all released in relatively the same time frame now mm-hmm. that I think about it. Like, just like Heaven, um, Love. Yeah, I'm in Love. Yeah, I'm in Love, Love song. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then Def Leppard. Um, that, I mean, that's a band that survived just about every situation you can yeah. think of. Um, have you, have you ever, you probably haven't seen it, but, um, there were, there was a clip that was on YouTube. It, I think it's been taken down since, maybe it's back up. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Um, when Weird Al did the Al TV specials on MTV back in the day. And he did this thing where it's like, well, it finally happened. Death Leopard has broken up. They broke up after their lead singer lost the keys to his car. We interviewed the band. So he goes into this little thing and he's like, oh, we were, you know, looking forward to your most epic single. Uh, what was the name of it again? And, it, and the clip is, 
on your knees, bitch. Oh, I love those power ballads. Oh, man. <laughs> but no, you know, Def Leppard, you know, they're still performing. Like, they're they're doing concerts every year. They, they came out with a new album recently, actually. I think, like, two or three years ago. So they're still, you know... Continuing, continuously doing new music. Mm-hmm. So, but, and, and then Stevie Nicks, you know, to get on that one, um, she had, like, a few years when she was a solo artist where she was really good. Like yeah. Edge of Seventeen, Leather and Lace, Stand Back. I mean, she was a very... She still is a very talented singer. Yeah, so... Hmm. But, That's interesting. But this is a very good group, in my opinion. Probably one of the better group induction, cl- induction classes they've had in quite a while. Yeah. So, congratulations to all of them on getting in. So, uh, what else do you have? Um... I'm looking at uh, while the revival trend is still on the rise. Oh yeah, and we had a segment name for that too. Remember? I can't remember, but um, out of the revivals that are currently airing, though, I watch two of them. About well, three. It's hard to say because Arrested Development was revived long before this happened. Yeah. So that's kind of hard to put that in the same category. It is. But, which a lot of people don't realize is that. So, um, so that um, I wouldn't really count it towards that. But I watch Fuller House, even though I have to watch the most recent season. But I watch, mm-hmm. and I watch The Connors, which... A lot of people stopped watching because they're like, no, no more Roseanne. It's good ratings. It's actually a very funny show. It's it's weird. I will say this. It's weird watching the opening credits and not hearing her laugh. That's probably the only weird part about the whole thing. But it's still a good show. And I really, I watch it um, every Tuesday night. And, um, and it still works. It's weird. You wouldn't think it would, but it does. And it's a great. Um, But now I heard that the CW will be reviving the um, TV show Roswell, which I'm not quite sure Mm. why exactly. Um, (laughs) And also, um, this is just in and I am stunned and I had to check to see if this was real or not because it sounds almost um, like it, it, it just sounded so fake to me. But um, according to um, Deadline, which is a reputable site, as well as Rolling Stone and IGN, Eddie Murphy has confirmed that Coming to America 2 is in the works. Oh, no. Yep. That movie was 30 years ago. It's one of my favorite movies ever, but yeah. 
Um, he's um, the sequel will evolve around Prince Akeem returning to America to seek out his long lost son. Oh no! So the, does that mean that who did he, see? I'm trying to figure out that because I was under the impression, unless he's trying to say that him and Lisa like split up or something, mm -hmm. that's the only logical explanation I could come up with because I was under the impression that in the first movie before he met Lisa, he hadn't, you know, slept around or right, anything. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I'm thrilled that Eddie Murphy is trying to come back because I always thought he was funny I really did and I'm glad but that's just weird to me <laughs> whatever happened with new material remember new material folks yeah yeah it's it's kind of it, it's a weird concept it's also tough now because with social media being the way that it is and people are so quick to tear stuff down yeah. that people are probably too scared to even make, you know, and what is new, it's basically like, let's take a current event and turn it into a show, you know? Pretty much. So it's kind of like, it's an odd situation to be in. Um, but I, um, you know, like I said, there's some revivals that I do welcome and like, like the Connors and Fuller House, it's basically like um, I grew up watching these people. It's kind of like visiting relatives. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, saying, "Hey, um, nice to see you again." So that's kind of cool. Murphy Brown, I sort of had that feeling with, but it got a little weird after a few. My parents watched the first episode and they stopped after it. That's what happened with my mother. My mother was so hyped watching it and was like texting everybody yes Murphy Brown oh did it. and then after like two episodes she just didn't care and it also didn't help that we watched that whole Thursday night lineup but we don't like the show mom mm -hmm. so we would watch what I call the Sheldon hour watch Big Bang Theory watch young Sheldon then we turn the channel because mom would come on we didn't like that show and we'd forget to turn back to watch Murphy Brown we'd get you know so we would forget that it was on sometimes well, and it also didn't help that they were running new episodes during days when you couldn't where most people don't run new episodes because of ratings like it ran a new episode on thanksgiving and i'm like who's gonna be watching this yeah who's gonna watch on thanksgiving yeah I, so i knew that okay this probably isn't gonna go well <laughs> i don't know if it's been renewed or if it's been canceled it ha it's in the balance. Um, there's a social media trending hashtag to try to get it renewed. Mm. And the problem is that a lot of these shows, there are some where that genuinely helped it get renewed. Well, I mean, that's what happened to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I'm not complaining about because it is a funny show. Yeah. So now every person thinks, well, gee, if I can get this to trend, they'll listen to me. And that's not ex always how it works. Exactly. It's not really... Um, and then Disney is continuing their trend of remaking, Disney. which I'm sort of on the fence about. Oh, the two that they got coming out this year, I'm not happy about. I 
want to see Aladdin. I'm probably the only person in the world that wants to see it. Everybody else on my Facebook is, like, outraged by it. Um, I am going to see it. The Lion King I'm a little confused by, but I, I just would want to see it just for the mere... F I think, like, the only casting in that movie that makes sense is John Oliver playing Zazu. That... Right. That made perfect sense to me, but... Uh, now, with, so, the, with Aladdin... Yeah. My only concern is Will Smith is the genie. Yeah. That's my only concern. I Maybe I'll give it a shot. I, I, I might give it a shot, actually. I'm going to give it a shot because I like... Well, because before, I was like, "How you can't do that. He, Robin Williams, no, you can't do that. Then I was like, well, Will Smith, I don't mind Will Smith. So there it is. But the Lion King, you know, is like so iconic for me. Oh, definitely. And with the, like, there's a few exceptions of the casting that I like, but everything else is like, oh, this is not going to be good. The problem with the Lion King is that the um, promo materials called it live action when it technically isn't. It's a mixture of the two, but the live action part isn't as prominent as you would think. Right. So you would have thought that it was like real live animals that they dubbed or something. They dubbed mm -hmm. them like Babe. That's what, you know, people thought it yeah. was, and it wasn't. So, I mean, I... I get it, um, but, but I, I've for, almost forgotten that was even coming out because the hype over Aladdin, or more or less backlash, and, but the thing was, is when they did Cinderella, I was so blown away by Cinderella, mm -hmm. just the, the, not just the story, but like the, the, um, just the presentation. Yeah, just the presentation. I bought it on Blu-ray, and it just looks amazing. And um, so when I saw that, I was like, well, whatever they do after that, I completely trust them. And um, But then I hadn't seen Beauty and the Beast, but literally every person seen <laughs> it, they're like, no, you don't want to watch this. <laughs> they're like, Emma Watson can't sing. You don't want to watch this. <laughs> So I didn't watch Beauty and the Beast. I didn't think Beauty and the Beast was that bad, and I'm someone who thinks that the cartoon version is overrated. I loved it when I was a kid, but I liked Aladdin much better, and um, we just watched Beauty and the Beast over and over when I was a kid because we didn't have Aladdin yet. And then when we got Aladdin, it's like, <laughs> right. we wore that one out. Yeah. Uh, but I will always love Aladdin. It was the, the mood. Yeah, the, the mood. Singles, yeah. <laughs> I went on a rant the other day because um, somebody on some group was talking about, oh, all these Disney princesses and their instant love, and they just fall in love and marry somebody after two days. And I'm like, <laughs> I had to wait a whole TV series and two movies. For Aladdin and Jasmine to get married, so don't. <laughs> and I was real upset. I was because I was in second grade when the movie first, or no third grade when I saw was the I first in? one. Yeah, second grade. No, I was in second grade when I saw Aladdin in theaters. I was in middle school when they got married. <laughs> okay. 
So oh, again, God. that just, I was so ticked. Um, and then I was even more ticked because the movie didn't really revolve around them getting married. It revolved more around him reuniting with his, his father. dad, yeah. Which I could care less about. Why? <laughs> so the moral, folks, is Danielle doesn't care if you get back with your dad, just as long as you get married. Just like with Shrek. I just cared that his wife was pregnant. I didn't care that he had to go to... Oh. I had to go get uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Bill and I actually saw that in oh, theater. Yep. And it was my graduation present. I was I've not... Never, yep. <laughs> and you know, I haven't seen the fourth one. I have. It was okay. <laughs> it was my... Um, I had graduated with my associates, and um, our other friend had graduated the same day. And she was having a graduation dinner for her. And then my other friend was like, well, in honor of Danielle, we're going to go take Danielle to go see Shrek the Third, and then we're going to go have dinner afterwards. So people had to choose between, and ironic, and surprisingly, the overwhelming majority went to my other friends. And like four of us saw Shrek the Third. We had to sit in the front row. It was really... <laughs> So, I think we're good with, uh... Yeah. Okay, we're good with comebacks for this yeah. month. We'll probably do it again next month. Well, we will. I don't even know what else there's <laughs> left. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're remaking What Women Want next month. We'll, well, is that really a remake, though? I would think that's a sequel. It's a gender-swapped remake. Mm. I think. I don't know. Is no Well... We'll figure it out between we'll now and We'll figure it out, yeah. Uh, I wanted to bring this up real quick. Yeah. Uh, the Toy Hall of Fame. Ah. They announced their class while we were gone. Okay. Three toys. The Magic 8-Ball. Hmm. The Pinball. Huh. And Uno. Really? I'm surprised Uno isn't there. Oh, isn't already in there. I'm glad because I played Uno a lot in high school. Um, so, yeah, I'm just really glad Uno got in. Pin, I actually, now that I think about it, I'm surprised Pinball wasn't in. Uno is what I refer to as a game that ruins relationships. <laughs> Not as much as Monopoly or Monopoly and Scrabble do worse, but Uno's up there. Uno, you can get into some pretty big fights playing Uno. Because um, if you play with a large group of people and like somebody would draw two, and another person puts down draw two, draw... I, I once remember, oh, it was so great I had to draw four wild once. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, uh, pinball, certainly, those are all three good choices, I oh. think, really. Um, pinball, actually, it's funny you mentioned that, last fall, um, my, m me, my dad, my sister, and my brother-in-law, we went to the uh, pinball festival here in Baltimore, and um, it was really, um, there's a, it's a bar um, in 
um, Baltimore, and they have, like, it's like, I don't know if it's, it's a tournament dance festival, and they get all these um, pinball machines in there, and you um, pay, I think it's like a $40 flat free, and then you can just play all you want. Oh, sweet. So um, that's what we did for an afternoon, and there were a lot of, there were newer ones, there were vintage ones. So you got to see like these pinball machines where like the score wasn't digital; it was like the little, um, mm-hmm. like a flip. Yeah, little tiles turnover. So that was, or like a little um, counter that you would see on like a, um, I guess like an old car's odometer. It kind of looked like that. Right. So it it was, um, and and people were still excited about it. So certainly, I might have to go to this. Yeah, um, it was, I don't know if it runs the same time every, because I had never heard of it until my sister had suggested we go to this, but um, we went into it, it was um, mid-September we went, so. um, I'm I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, Pin Baltimore, that's the name of the. Yes, that was what it was called, I couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, they don't have a date yet for 2019. Yeah. But if they do it, I'm going to see if I can get there. Yeah. I, I love some pinball. It, it's a bit of a drive for you, though. Eh, it'd be worth it. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun, and, um, yeah. Um, do you have anything else? Um, let's see... I guess, you know what, I guess so, because um, I'm pretty sure this will have happened before we come back Okay. for next month, but the Super Bowl is coming up. Yes, um, and I remember, we not to cut you off, I remember last year we had the conversation about um, the commercials that we Yes, remember. we did, and I honestly cannot remember. <laughs> well, you'll have to go back to last year. So look, yeah, and it's weird how that works, that they're not as memorable anymore. Well, that and also with social media and all kinds of things, you know, so many things happen that you forget that, oh, yeah, that happened. Mm -hmm. Because um, I was, the end of last year, um, ABC was doing a year in review special, and they were like, showing things i'm like i totally forgot that happened this year (laughs) so um let me see oh okay the one where peter dinklage is rapping yeah i i think i do remember that i i'm only remembering this because i googled 2018 commercials but the one where peter dinklage was rapping i remember and uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, 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 nope. Oh, the one with Alexa, where Alexa lost her voice, so it's like Leslie Jones. Oh, yeah, and everyone was and, replacing her. Right. That was pretty. Oh yeah, that was that was a decent one. Yeah. Um. 
Okay, I'm now on the list of what they considered the worst commercials. And, uh, nope. Okay, yeah, that was the only one. Okay. <laughs> that I like. Um, they were mentioning that the um, Ram commercial where they played, like, Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech was probably yeah. the album. Yeah, that was That true. was a weird one. That was weird. Um, yeah, I have no idea what this year's commercials are going to be, especially because this year there's a lot of controversy surrounding the game and there are people like pulling out of it. So I. <laughs> well, the reason is because the halftime, well, it's not basically who the main halftime act is, it's like who said that they would perform with them. Because the act is Maroon 5. Right. And I think it was Travis Scott? Yeah, Travis Scott. Said that he was going to perform. I don't know if he still is or not. And a lot of people feel like because of Colin Kaepernick, he shouldn't do that. The thing that confuses me is that that was going on last year and nobody said anything. So I don't know why all of a sudden everybody's like, that's what confuses me about the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's they're like, oh, well, maybe we were just trying to be optimistic last year. Now we're not. I don't know. If you want my honest opinion, it's just a bunch of rich people just complaining about nothing. I I mean, I get why they're upset. That's fine. If you say, I don't want to do this because I believe, that's fine. I mean. You don't have the right to tell other people, don't do this. Right. Like, okay, like, I'm, like, the people who are protesting for Colin Kaepernick. I I understand. I'm fine with that. But if you're protesting about the halftime act of the Super Bowl... Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's where I have my issue. Yeah, so it's like, ugh. And then Amy Schumer, anytime anybody signs anything, so Amy Schumer is suddenly on Instagram yelling at them because it's like... If you don't want to do it, that is fine. But you're not the boss of who does what else. Did she just have a baby? She's going to have a baby. Okay. Um, I also kind of don't like Amy Schumer. So this is the best yeah, a lot of people are starting not to like Amy Schumer anymore. <laughs> she actually went to the college I went to, and I work near there now. And um, somebody got tickets to one of her shows. <laughs> Had extra tickets to one of her shows at work and nobody clicked them. Wow. And then I brought her up to work the other day and a couple of my coworkers were like, ugh. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's, maybe it's a regional thing because I feel like some people who have a, a famous person who's from their area, they're not really thrilled about. So I think that might be it. Because, um, there were Michael Phelps is also from the same area, and for a while there were a lot of people over there who were sick of him too. So, <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I don't know. We don't know who's in it because it's still a few weeks to go of the yeah, playoffs. Let me. I'll look it up real quick. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Super Bowl twenty nineteen halftime. Uh, it is still Maroon 5. Uh-huh. Even though the NFL has not yet officially announced 
the well, it's it, it's gonna be them. It's just going to be them. Uh, in 2018, October 2018, Pink and Rihanna had each declined an offer to perform the former right. because the the negotiation process was too lengthy for her taste, and the latter due to her respect to Colin Kaepernick. Okay, now that's okay. I'm fine with that. If, yeah. If Rihanna, that's okay. In December, Billboard reported that Travis Scott was to make a guest appearance. After th- now, this is where it gets weird. After the death of Steven Hillenburg, creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, an online petition emerged requesting that David Glenn Isley's song "Sweet Victory," as featured in the episode "Band Geeks." to be incorporated into the show in some way. As of Christmas Eve 2018, the petition on change.org has received over a million signatures. See, if they just had a gone with the petition I've been signing for years to get Weird Al to do it, then we wouldn't Thank be in you. this mess. Thank you. We wouldn't be in this. No. But no. Because nobody says anything bad about Weird Al. Well, you know, Weird Al's God, but, you know, that's another story. (laughs) No, but if Weird Al did it, nobody would be like, oh, Weird Al, how dare you? It's weird. But then at the same time, I don't know if he's done. What has he done? Well, he's on uh, Milo Murphy's Law. Yeah, but I feel like the person who does the halftime show has to... Although, I don't know, has Maroon 5 released anything recently? That's a good question. Because usually the person who does the halftime show has like a big... Unless it's somebody like Paul McCartney, has like a big hit that's out at that time. And, um... And I'll be real. I only know Travis Scott because he's the father of Kylie Jenner's baby. So okay, tell you Maroon Five came out with an album in 2017. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. It's a little over a year old. It it came out November 1st, 2017. Yeah, I mean that's okay. Okay, that that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and and I mean because I know Adam's been on The Voice. So I was like, you know, did he have time to really? So, and sadly, can how many people can name another member of Maroon Five? I actually have the list right here. I know one of them is named Jesse. Yep, Jesse Carmichael. Jesse Carmichael. That's the one I. He's got the shaggy blonde hair. That's the only one I remember. (laughs) The rest of the band is Mickey Madden, James Mm -hmm. Valentine, Matt Ah. Flynn, P.J. Morton. And Sam Farr. Okay. Well, I'll feel old when they're eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, well, let's see. 2002. So they have another eight yeah. years? Because their first album came out in 02. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that- we'll see. I was going to say, because I remember their first hit album in 2004, and Sunday Morning and Harder to Breathe, that was big. Um, So that would really... I was in um, community college at the time. I felt weird hearing that. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah, but anyway, so um, the Super Bowl 
is um, like I said, it will. It, it's um, no, it's February third. So what I'm saying is more than likely, unless we do our February show on February second, it will have happened right before we come back. So um, yeah, uh, it'll be. Um, oh yeah, here's one thing I was going to ask you. Um, there were some reports. Um, it's not so much just the protesting, you know, with Kaepernick, the anthem, vice versa. Um, but a lot of people have been reporting that viewership for the Super Bowl is going down a little bit more than it has. So um, they say either, you know, people turn the channel, you know, or turn or um, do you feel like that it's you know, not as big of a deal as it used to be? Uh, I don't know. Because I, I, I think one thing is, you know, the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl repeatedly a lot. And no. I think when you have a team that gets their almost every year or every other year, it, it's, it tends to be a little bit boring. That's kind of why the Eagles winning last year was so exciting because we were just like, get rid of Tom Brady. We didn't care who. So, um, and that's why tomorrow's game, I'm rooting for the Chargers. Chargers, Yeah. Patriots fans. I'm sorry. I'm just sick of them. No, we're not sorry. (laughs) My my family's from Massachusetts, so they're going to kill me, but I don't care. Although, to be fair, my mother, who has lived in Massachusetts until she was 30 years old, is sick of them, too. So, there, <laughs> we, go. there we go. All right. But, yeah. So, um, it'll be interesting. I hope there are some good commercials this year. I always look forward to the commercials. Um, oh, yeah. Another thing I was going to mention. Um, this year's Super Bowl lead-out show, I'm not really that impressed by. Who is it? Because um, I... Um, normally what they do with Super Bowl lead-up shows is they'll have a premiere of something or or they'll have, like, a very special episode of one of the network's highest-rated mm-hmm. shows. Well, this year they decided to do a talent show, um, The World's Best, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And it's going to be a panel of um, judges from all over the world judging it, plus... Um, James Corden's hosting, and they got RuPaul, Drew Barrymore, and somebody else to be the judges. And I just don't feel like that that's that exciting enough to air after the Super Bowl. Like, who the heck? I don't know. Like, and maybe it's because last year the Super Bowl layout show was This Is Us, and I actually watched This yeah. Is Us, so I was like, and this is how Jack dies was after the Super So that could be why... Um, or just that, I, I don't know. Possibility. Like, yeah, um, so I'm thinking of it, like, I'm comparing it to, like, past Super Bowl lead-out shows. Like, I remember, um, when it was, like, sitcoms would always be, like, the, um, Friends. Or, so, or a show debuted. Yeah, a show. Yeah, I heard that Wonder Years debuted after the Super Bowl, which yeah, I found famously. interesting. It was after uh, Super Bowl twenty two, <sighs> which I find really interesting because 
I love the Wonder Years, but that show was so well. So was This Is Us, but um, <laughs> was so sad. That that particular episode right. was really sad. So I was like, "Wow, this aired after the Super Bowl." Yeah, <laughs> that's really, yeah, um, yeah. So we will see. Um, I might wind up watching this talent show just to. I don't know, but. Anyways, go anybody but the Patriots. <laughs> As ra- our Ravens are out of it now, which was just yeah. <laughs> and once and once our quarterback broke his leg, the Redskins season was over. So uh, it's, yeah, my brother in law is a huge Redskins fan, and he's just yeah. <laughs> oh well. Uh, I have one more thing. Mm-hmm. And this broke during the week, and I'm actually a little surprised this isn't as big as, this news is as big as I thought it was going to be. But we are going to get the 50th anniversary of Woodstock. I heard about that. And the co-creator of the original festival, Michael Lang, is in charge of it again. Really? And... The dates have been set. The location has been set. It is going to be August 16th, 17th, and 18th in Watkins Glen, New York. Now, organizers have not specified yet who the acts are going to be. Yeah. Um, However, in an interview with Rolling Stone, sort of coincidence, we're talking magazines here this month, Um, Lang said it'll, quote, it'll be an eclectic bill, it'll be hip-hop and rock and some pop and some of the legacy bands from the original festival. Ooh, that's a weird combination. It's going to be three stages. So, you know, it'll be three separate stages. And what I read, so I can't really confirm what I'm about to say, but what I've read is the two main bands that are going to perform are going to be Pearl Jam and the Foo Fighters. They're going to be the big headliners. Okay. So that would be very interesting if that was the case. And then they talked about the 99 Woodstock, and uh, Lang said that that was an MTV event. Those were his words. That's what I was going to mention, because that's the one I remember. And that was the last one that happened. And it was interesting, because I was watching it when it happened, and when they had to shut down, it was a crazy... I, I remember because um, the offspring were playing the kids aren't all right. Mm-hmm. And it just was like, and Carson Daly was. <laughs> oh, it was a disaster. It I, was I, a mess. Yeah, I, I remember watching that on TV. And like, I, I think when VH1 did their list of the 100 most shocking moments in music, that was in the top 20. I was reading. Um, TV Tropes, which is like my addiction website, basically, um, they were mentioning festivals that had trouble, that had issues, and 
that was one of the top most mentioned ones um, was that. Although Fry beat it out because Fry. Oh, yeah. I saw. Did you see the trailer for that? Yes. They're making a movie about Fry. Yeah, it's going to be a documentary. I'm going to watch it. That because that, that's just insane. But um, yeah, Woodstock 99, I remember it very well. And um, <laughs> also there's an episode of The Simpsons where um, Otto the bus driver was getting married. He was talking about that, um, uh, how he met his fiance. He's like, it was the summer of love. <laughs> Woodstock 99. And there's like some dude throwing an ATM. Yep. <laughs> He's like, Yeah. <laughs> Which it it was, I mean, good luck to him. Um, I, I hope it works. I you know there was one in '94 too, but I was a kid, so I didn't really get it. That was that was the mud one, right? I think so. I don't know. I just remember. Yeah, that was the mud one. That was the one where like it rained and everyone was just playing in the mud. This kid I went to camp with, her mother was there, and she brought her back a t-shirt, and um, I didn't really know what it was. Um, I just remember seeing the commercial for it. Um, my dad actually had an opportunity to go to the original one, but he chose not to go. Oh. Well, he, to be fair, though, they didn't know that it would be what it was. Right, okay. but still. Yeah, I kick him. I was like, really? He's like, I don't think it'd be that. I was like, yeah. But uh, in retrospect, I mean, <laughs> so. Um, all right. Well, on that disappointing note of her dad not going to Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, and, and I think the fact that it, that, article was from Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah. That's a good transition into our featured discussion. Mm-hmm. And that is discontinued magazines. And, and I want to explain why I chose this as our feature. Yeah. Or as our main topic. A few weeks ago, uh, I was at a holiday party, and I was talking to one of my friends, Imran, who we, we've mentioned this show before, so if you're listening, Imran, welcome and one of the things he brought up were magazines that no longer exist and i and i you know we had a good talk about it and after it i was like you know we don't really ever talk about magazines or you know in this case discontinued magazines so i thought because i know you were probably you and your family were subscribed to some magazines and then mine were as well. Uh, we could bring up magazines that no longer exist that we remember from our childhood. Very much. Um, now I did leave, uh, I, I let our group know if they had any that they remembered. Yeah. Um, and I'll just go through them real quick. They're pretty much all video game related, but it's okay. Uh, Nintendo Power. I do remember that. I never got a magazine, but I do remember the covers. Game Pro and Electronic Gaming Monthly. But Nintendo Power, I do remember. Yeah, Nintendo Power, I remember. So, 
Uh, why don't we just throw them out? Because I have a couple. I, oh, I'm, yes. I might think I, of more later, but... I'm actually Googling some from my childhood because I hadn't seen them on magazine racks recently. But some of them have just switched to digital. They still exist, but they've switched to digital. Right. Um, because I was going to mention Sesame Street, but Sesame Street, they switched it to digital. It, it's still around. It's right. just digital. Um, but that was that was probably the first magazine I remember reading as a kid was Sesame Street. But the ones that no longer exist that I grew up reading are mostly teen magazines. I read um, Teen and Young and Modern. Young and Modern, that they, they both no longer exist. Um, I, 17 is still around and Teen People, which I, my friends read, uh, Teen People, Teen People merged into People. So um, they still have a section in People for Teenagers. But okay. um, so uh, they're, uh, oh, apparently J14 is still around. I did not know that. Uh, <laughs> um, but Teen. I started reading when I was 12 and then um, I started and then the funny thing is when I was 13 I stopped reading <laughs> and I started reading 17 and then when I was 17 I was reading Cosmopolitan so I was always like one step ahead. Um, I uh, The American Girl magazine I got that that's still around um, I think you can subscribe to it but you Right. American Girl Magazine, you can subscribe to, but I do not believe you can buy it at a store. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. but when I was a kid, the only way I could get it, apart from checking it out of my school library, was that we had, my parents had to pay for the subscription to it. Um, and I had that. I had, uh, my sister had Nickelodeon Magazine. Um, I'm not sure if that, uh, and then, um, Playboy, they, I didn't subscribe to them. Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> I was going to say, um, but I, it's a magazine I remember. Right. It, it's no longer, it exists. It's just no longer in print. Right. That was, oh, okay. Um. Okay, Nickelodeon magazine. Yeah, I, I'm actually looking them up because that was going to be one that I was going to say. They are in. They're still going, actually. Oh, it says. Um. Actually, it said that Nickelodeon magazine ended. Then they revived it. Then um. It the revival ended after a year. Hmm. Because I'm looking at the site right and I don't know. I don't know what... Again, I'm also reading a Wikipedia sighting, so maybe you, if you see the actual website, then it probably is still on. Well, I, I'm on the website right now. Yeah. Here, let me, oh. let me send you the link. Okay. See, that was going to be one that I was going to say. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, gosh, really? They're still around? Ooh. Yeah, now I'm looking at it. I, I got the website. And I'm looking at how much a subscription costs. Sheesh. Uh, 
But again, when you're a kid, you probably don't think of that. No, no. <laughs> you don't really. Um, but uh, what are the, let's see, Kid City? Is Kid City still around? Uh, I didn't read Kid City, but um, I would read Sesame Street Magazine. And in the back, they would have an ad for Kid City Magazine. And then they'd have an ad for 321 Contacts Magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess it looks like Kid City doesn't exist anymore because every because all the Google um, references I'm finding are of older issues. So, right. um, and three, two, one, cunt. And I don't remember. All I remember about three, two, one, contact is the theme song. I could not tell you what they did. Okay, I'll um, do it. No, 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 I'm not going to do it, but... Okay, I guess the magazine isn't around either. Okay. Um, Alright, that... Oh, what other... Um... Reader, is Reader's Digest still around? Oh, yeah, they're still around. They're still in print? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely still in print. They're still in print, okay. We get it every month. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's good. Uh, all the tabloids are still around. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're they, not going to go away anytime they're not soon. Going anywhere. <laughs> um, but a lot of them, they've just moved to online because I don't believe I've seen Rolling Stone actually in it. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. I really. Um, but there are some that are still around because I'm trying to also think of when I go to the, um, dentist office, what's <laughs> my job has stuff like AARP and like WebMD. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of depressing when you get AARP and you see people like Michael J. Fox on cover, <laughs> even though he is old enough to be a senior citizen. It's he could be. It's still hard. <laughs> um, uh, oh, here's one. Okay. Seventeen magazines still exist, but I remember that when they had the Teen Choice Awards in Seventeen magazine, they had a ballot in there, and you had to cut the ballot out mm-hmm. and mail it in. Now you can just vote online. Right. So I remember... Doing that, I remember Tiger Beat, which would be crazy to people now because all you could do, you could just go on Google and do this. But mm-hmm. uh, what Tiger Beat was, was Tiger Beat was essentially like 20 posters in a magazine. And you would get Tiger Beat or you'd get J14 or you'd get, um, oh, they had all these other ones that had similar names. Yeah. But um, you would... Because um, when I was in high school, it was the late 90s, late 90s, early 2000s at the height of the boy band. Mm-hmm. So you would go to lunch, you'd bring in all these magazines, and you'd say, hey, I'll trade you a um, full-size sync for two, like, binder-size uh, Hanson or something like that. Oh. And, yeah, it's like a barter system. <laughs> so um, that was pretty pretty cool but like nowadays though if you wanted like a poster of somebody famous you just go and yeah 
could just go onto like Google Images and like I, I don't even know if teenagers do that anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll have to find some teenagers. I know because you don't teach teenagers. No, you teach, I don't. Yeah, and your nephews are too young, so I. Pfft. Yeah, they are. I'll have to. <laughs> You'll have to find some I'll kids at the library. <laughs> All right, anybody who's listening to this, if you have a teenager, do they put posters on their wall that are of the famous people? Oh, God, I sound old. Of the famous <laughs> Do they put posters of the fa- I know they put up movie posters. Yeah. Yeah. And concert posters. And concert posters, yeah. But do they put up the famous people? Good <laughs> mind, you, Sonny. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. Before I get into the one that I first thought of off the bat, uh-huh. um, I'm just going to get these out of the way just because I want to get them out of the way. Uh-huh. Um, WWF Magazine was the first one I ever got as a kid. And then it became WWE Magazine and they stopped about four years ago, which was oh. a little sad because that was a little bit of my childhood that died. Yeah. Because I'd get the magazine every month. Actually, actually, okay, funny story, folks. I got Danielle a birthday gift. It was it was a board game. And I said to Danielle, you know, after I told her happy birthday, I got this gift from a suggestion from the WWE magazine. And Danielle's like, oh, God. Oh, I'm not sure what this is going to be. And she opens it, and it was I Love the 80s, the board game. So... <laughs> yeah. So, there was that, and then there was um, I I don't think it's still around. Inside Wrestling. I didn't subscribe to that, but I you know we get that off the magazine rack. Pro Wrestling Illustrated is still around. They come out every other month, but but the magazine that I remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's weird timing. I know. No, the magazine that I remember getting as a kid is Disney Adventures magazine. Oh yeah. yeah. And it was it was basically shaped just like the Reader's Digest magazine is. And every month there would be somebody on the cover, either it'd be an actor or an athlete or a musician, whatever. And with them would be a Disney character. That That's your front cover of the magazine. So, they would have the feature, you know, the feature article, whatever it was about. And then they'd have some comics in there. And then they'd also have stuff, you know, like some sports-related stuff, movie reviews, all that. Um... And I remember, I think I had that for about a year or two. Um, they discontinued in November of 07, so that really went under the radar, literally. Because I didn't know it. <laughs> I, I figured it had gone out, but I didn't know when it had gone out. So, I remember getting that, and... Um, you know, you, like you mentioned, Nickelodeon Magazine, which we still haven't figured out if they are or are not in uh, in production anymore. We, we don't know. 
Um, but I do remember getting that as a kid. Um, one that's still going, it's not out, but I do remember getting this, was ESPN the magazine. Mm-hmm. And the magazine was like the, it wasn't the biggest thing, but my God, the whole issue was so big, it was ridiculous. And it was to the point where I donated a bunch of them to my school my senior year in high school because I just, we couldn't keep them anymore. You know, we couldn't save them. We couldn't, you know, and I didn't really read them, but like once or twice and then that was it. So they're still around. Um, I'm trying to think because I know my mom got a lot of like, Life House magazine and oh yeah that that was another one they they still might be around I'm not really sure um and then there was like one year where I got um Metal Hammer magazine which is uh, from England they're still around um and every month when you got a magazine they'd give you, you'd get a CD and it was like a compilation CD of like these different metal bands. So, you know, I'd get that. I'd, I'd, I'm not subscribed to that anymore. Um, really, the only magazines that I'm subscribed to are Pro Wrestling Illustrated and Entertainment Weekly. And Entertainment Weekly is very fun to read. It's very enjoyable. I'd read that online, which is kind of weird. Um... It is enjoyable, though, but I'd never actually subscribe to the magazine, but I read it online. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I forgot about the home and gardening magazines. My mother had Martha Stewart living for the longest time. Um, and uh, then there were things like Red Book. I think she had Red Book. Her sounds, good that sounds a little familiar. Red Book, Good Housekeeping, uh but no, yeah, Martha Stewart living, and my grandmother loved, this magazine's still around, but my grandmother loved Oprah's magazine. And she had, like, stacks and stacks of Oprah's magazine. And I remember when my grandma was alive, we got her TV guide. And Oh, yeah! That was back when it was in the format of Reader's Digest. Oh, I forgot TV Guide. We didn't always get it, but I loved TV Guide. And But I also remember now, when I was growing up, I would get the Sunday paper. My dad always bought Sunday paper. Mm-hmm. And I would get the TV Week, which was like the TV Guide, but it was just for like, it was for your local area. So it would have like your local channels listed. It, TV Guide had articles in it, TV Week. Um, and... I would get the funny pages, mm-hmm. but I would also get Parade. Parade. Yeah, I think, are they still around? I yeah, they're, they still, are. they're still around, but it's not the same. And I would always get Parade. Yeah, because um, this girl we know, Tiffany, Tiffany is always like posting, like if there's something in Parade that she likes, she'll put a picture up with um, but it's not the same anymore. But what I used to do is I loved to read. There was a little part at the beginning of Parade where it would have a list of, like, Q&A. Where, yes. Like, yes. I read that part. But also, 
My favorite part was also at the end of the magazine, there would be a column called In Step with James Brady. And I would always read In Step. It would always just be an interview with the celebrity, but it would be In Step with James Brady. And he'd interview somebody. And I, I loved reading that growing up. And um, when I lived on my own briefly, I wasn't at home, so I didn't get the Sunday paper. My, um, So I hadn't read Parade in a while. And then when I came back, um, I went to go get Parade, and the column wasn't in there. And I was like, what happened? What happened? And I found out he died the year before. So I had um, James Brady, and they just didn't get anybody to do it after that. But... So I don't read Parade as much as I used to, unless there's something in there that, you know, interesting. But I did love reading Parade when I was, like, growing up, which was really weird because it wouldn't be anything that interesting in there for a kid, but I, I enjoyed it. I'm sure some people are probably wondering, if, if there are any older listeners, they're probably like, why haven't you talked about Life magazine? Well, I mean, we've heard of it. It's just we didn't really grow up on Life magazine, but I think we should mention them. Like, yeah, there's a lot of other ones that are famous that I just didn't read because um, I was a girly girl who liked, you know, teen magazines or like, like I said before, that was American Girl, which was like the American Girl dolls, and yeah, there were stuff in there for, like, if you were a tomboy or something, but I didn't really, you know, so before that, I read, like, I didn't read National Geographic. No. If, if I did, it would have been at the barber shop, and I just would have been looking at pictures. And the only reason I even, we had older National Geographics at my school, and the only reason I even flipped through them was because they were from the 70s, and I liked looking at old advertisements. That was the only reason why, but my dad has a ton of National Geographic, so I'd never read National Geographic. Um, I didn't read, I read Time once in my entire life. <laughs> I don't remember about Time, or reading Time. I mean, I I, the only time, the only time, pardon the pun, <laughs> and, and it wasn't a joke, I accidentally Yeah, I know. That. Uh, the only, like, the only time that I really care about it is when they reveal their person of the year. I think that's the only, that's only when most people care um, any, you know, any other time it's like, eh, okay, so Time has a magazine. I was dating somebody and he had a meeting somewhere and there wasn't much to do while I sat around and waited. So I read like a Time magazine. <laughs> that was really, and I was so bored. I read it like twice and I was still like, oh my God. <laughs> um, I, yeah, there was, um... Oh, what was another one that's like really uh well no uh yeah like like you said life um life i would probably know of if like well i i actually have quick details yeah life. Just, just just to you know refresh yeah. everyone or teach people the original magazine was a humor and general interest magazine and its first issue was January 4th, 1883. That's the very first issue. Mm-hmm. And then their final issue of the humor general interest portion of Life magazine was November 1936. 
Then they became, you know, the news magazine. And they ran from November 23rd, 1936 to their last issue, May of 2000. Wow. Now, here's another magazine I read, but I didn't mention it because it still exists, but Highlights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're still around? They're still around, so I didn't bring it up, but yeah. My sister, while I was subscribed to the teen magazines, my sister, who was, he's four years younger, had a Highlight subscription, and I would still read Highlights. Um, I liked Goofus and Gallant. That was... (laughs) Although the older I got, the more I, like, thought Goofus was more entertaining. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I love... In fact, if I looked at it now, I probably would still be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, But, yeah, we we read highlights. um, And I hope that when I have kids, they can still read highlights. Mm -hmm. They're still... um, But, yeah, that's still pretty big one um yeah uh oh yeah there was another one called girl's life but i didn't read that i think that was for the girl it's connected to the girl scouts or something yeah Yeah, i didn't bother with uh yeah i forgot all about disney adventures till you brought it up but yeah that was (laughs) that was they still i think do disney comic books yeah i think those still exist yeah because the library where i work at we get in a lot of comic books they call them graphic novels which people will say there's a difference but we won't get those graphic novels yeah (laughs) um so yeah it, it is weird though when you think about it now how few if you go to somebody's house you probably wouldn't find that many magazines just lying around probably as much as you would had you gone 20 years ago. And you know the thing is with magazines the the good thing about them going too digital and, and I'm not trying to sound like a hippie folks. Yeah. But it's the fact that they, you know, we're, we're saving the trees. <laughs> and a lot of clutter because I bought Cosmopolitan. I didn't subscribe to Cosmopolitan, but I would buy it from the newsstand every month. I probably should have subscribed to it, but um, (laughs) I would buy Cosmopolitan from the newsstand every month for like two or three years straight. And one day my sister or either me or my sister was like, you know, this is basically variations of the same article. Like, Um, so you could just like, you know, recite. do you really read these anymore? I was like, well, I don't really, mm-hmm. you know. So we took them out to the recycling bin and there was just like loads of, um, stuff and just, um, <laughs> uh, crazy, but, um, oh yeah, Young and Modern, I remember because Young and Modern, my, in fact, I found a stack of my old Young and Modern magazines upstairs in the attic, and the cover of one of them had what were the hottest movies that summer, mm-hmm. and one of them was American Pie 3. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, that was pretty... It was either two or three. It was one of the sequels, yeah. and 
I remember because <laughs> it's got like Jason Biggs and Alison Hannigan and um, that. Uh, and then um, they used to have this column in there where uh, th it used to be two separate columns. It'd be like, here are wonderful things that my boyfriend did. And then the other column would be, here are horrible things my boyfriend did. Um, you know, nothing too terrible. Like, it wasn't anything, like, gruesome. But it was like, oh, he dumped me for so-and-so or so. Um, but then they merged them into two columns where somebody would submit in a story of something their boyfriend did, whether it be good or bad. And the editor of the column would rate it, would grade mm -hmm. what... So, like, the one who had, like, the sweetest boyfriend, they got the angel, um, and their post was, like, on the top of the page, and then, like, the one who got the lowest was the devil, and then there'd be, like, one in between where it's like, oh, he gets, like, a C, and he gets, I don't think you could get away with that now, but, <laughs> um, hmm. and, uh, yeah, um, I get, and I mean, National Geographic, I think they do still print. Yeah, I think they do as well. Yeah. But in their case, although, again, you could do this digitally, too, it's the photography more so than the articles, I think, that, you know, make it so well known. I'm pretty sure. I would think so. Yeah, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, I think in the group, they had mostly mentioned Nintendo Power. Right, yeah. Pretty much video games were mentioned the most. Right. And I was discussing this with some people at my job, and they said they remember when you could get tips from Nintendo Power over the phone. Yep, yep. Uh, was it like a 900 number? Yeah, it was like a... Um, so... I, I, I'm too young to remember that. Right. But I certainly remember um, when my sister would get a video game. This was probably like about 2000, 2001. We would go to Best Buy and then pay an additional 20 bucks to get a player's guide. Mm. But now you can just go online and get one. But yeah. <laughs> so, um, because the player's guide would tell you more than an instruction manual would. <laughs> so... <laughs> that um okay. i think we've i think we've covered every magazine that we could think of yeah i thought of better homes and garden while you were talking but i think that's virtually the same thing as martha stewart living yeah, it pretty much is yeah <laughs> because you got your recipes and you got yeah all that so yeah gardening yeah all right um well that's gonna do it for this month um, you can join our Facebook group. Yeah. Just type in Nostalgia Crew in the search bar and you are right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. I'm going to put the link in the description box and just click on the link and you can join us right there. And also, don't forget to visit uh, my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts. Uh, Danielle, is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, no, I can't really think of too much. Um, but yeah, like Bill said, join our Facebook group. We are trying to be more active. Mm -hmm. 
We are terrible being active. And then when I start being active, then nobody comments. And then I'm like, well, is it not interesting? So if you have any ideas about what kind of things you would like to see us talk about, just please let us know. Yes. Yes. Because uh, I was doing a thing where I did like Throwback Thursday. Like this is Throwback Thursday. And I was doing categories and stuff. Then my mom got sick and somebody else started doing it. And I was like, well, they seem to be doing good at this. So I'll just all right anywho um thanks for um actually before we go Mm -hmm. um because we're getting into february next month and traditionally you and i we review a valentine's day related cartoon special last year i got to pick so I think this year you should get to pick because we've been alternating. So I don't know if you have one like off the top of your head or if you need time to search for it. I can't remember if we watched from Disney with love. We did. We did. We did? Okay. Because uh, that's the only one I know. <laughs> Does it have to be a Disney one? No. No. Okay. It could be anything all right we can watch uh god and i'm let me see if it's still on youtube though because if it's not then we have to track it down that's gonna be a pain in the butt okay i'm excited now i sort of wanted this is gonna be okay yes we can watch the chipmunks valentine's day special yes i haven't seen that one in years the voices will grate on your nerves though they they will they they, they will look great on your nerves. So okay, let me just make sure. All right, let me make sure. First of all, this is actual. Oh God, because let me make sure this is an actual clip of it. Okay. Okay. Yes, this is it. Okay. This is actually the whole thing uploaded from a Cartoon Network airing of it. Good. Okay. Because there's this other one where it, like, um, where it's there, but because of copyright, they kind of photoshopped it into the corner of the screen, and it's, like... Like on a TV? Yeah, it's on a TV. So, when you Google it on YouTube, it's the first one that comes up. Alright, so what we'll do is... We will post the video on our Facebook group. Okay. The the week that we know we're going to record. Yeah. And you guys watch it. That's right. And we're going to watch it and we're going to review it. Are we going to do this like on Valentine's Day? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's on a Thursday this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds like people in the Facebook group might have plans. So so we could either review. Well, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll review it before Valentine's Day. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you next, next month. month with our with with what I will try not to make a lengthy discussion about Alvin and Brittany. But I I don't you know like I said real quick, I haven't seen like this whole special in years. Yeah. And I would watch this a lot as a kid, so. Yeah. This is going to bring back some good memories, maybe. It is. It is. 
All right. Everyone, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next month on Nostalgia Crew.